Welcome to the Soul Stories podcast series with Michelle Ann, where ordinary people share their extraordinary stories. Grab a cuppa and join me in a heart-filling journey of self-discovery, where my guests will share how they overcame adversity, embraced their spirituality, and allowed their true light to shine. Looking for inspiration, guidance, and tips to find your true passion and purpose? You are definitely in the right spot. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Soul Stories podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Ann. And today, oh, we're up to episode 20, by the way, if you're wondering. And today I'm interviewing an amazing woman. Her name is Dana Williams. And she is the bee's knees when it comes to health, nutrition, um, eating unprocessed, eating for your body. Um, Just amazing. I met Dana many years ago. I don't even remember, just through people, friends of friends, I think, mm. uh, looking for catering for our retreat. And someone said, Dana Williams food's amazing. And I was like, okay, let's give this a go. And it was out of this world. So I'll let her tell you all about the food, but basically it's all gluten-free, it's dairy-free, it's unprocessed sugar-free, it's vegetarian, vegan, the lot basically. It's basically medicine for your body. It's really, really, really cool. So um, Dana now delivers to me weekly. Um, I get her food delivered to my house so I don't have to do as much cooking, which is amazing. And, yeah, the food is just full of flavour. You wouldn't believe there is no meat in it. Like, it's so cool. So I'd love to, and I don't even know Dana's story well myself, so I'm really interested to find out how she got into this business. So her business is called Pachayama, um, and there's a, that's a bit of a play on words. If those of you that are listening, um, one of the terms for our earth or mother earth in, it is shamanic, is it, that term, yeah, is Pachamama, meaning mother earth. And so Dana's put a little spin on that and now calls her business Pachayama. And I was just saying to her, it's so funny because when I run Kekau circles, I quite often open sacred space and um, call in and thank Pachamama. But I always say Yama, like by mistake, it's quite amazing. Um, and, yeah, so that's really, really cool. So I'll let Dana introduce herself and tell you guys, I'm really interested to find out how, how you ended up doing this. And I'll also want you to tell everyone along the story at some stage about your medical like health and you get sick and all that stuff we talked about the other day like not taking medication that was really interesting so tell us what like where did you start how did did you always eat like this type of food and how did it all happen yeah amazing thank you for having me I'm clapping <laughs> I'm just clapping <laughs> Dana's with me in the room it's really bizarre because usually I'm on the um, I know you're looking I'm looking at the, the zoom so now I'm like really close to her I'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> um yeah thanks so much for having me Michelle it's a pleasure to get to share my story with you um and the listeners of course so My journey actually started when I was nine years old, when I watched my granddad pass away. So I actually didn't realize right at that time that that sort of my quest for life started then. But I also believe that we are, um, whether we believe it or not, or we know it or not yet, um, we're here, we're destined for a reason. We've got this life, we've given this life. And we are here for a reason. And um, I guess I found out my reason when I was very, very young. And so that is why I've continued to follow my journey, my path, and whatever lights me up my whole life. So what happened with your granddad? Like, what went down? Well, granddad was, like, I was only young, but I remember when we were kids, we used to just always go around to Nana and or we called Nana Ra, Ra and granddad's house, which was mum and dad, mum's mum and dad. Yeah. And, um, 
yeah, granddad smoked a lot and he, like, I just watched him deteriorate to mm. the point that he died. And, wow. like, I never... I never really saw much apart from going there and eating vegetable soup with granddad. But like over the years, he just got sicker and sicker. And I really didn't like at that time. I one, I didn't like death because I didn't like the the physical body being yeah. taken away from us. And then two, it was just like I, I felt like there was nothing being done to help him. Yeah. And I felt like he was just getting worse and worse and worse to the point where he died. And at that point in my life, I thought I'm going to learn how we can live forever because I mm. never want somebody close to me to die unnecessarily. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all, it, obviously, we're all humans. We die at some stage. But why? Yeah, you see so many people doing it, so doing it, <laughs> dying so early when you look at them and think that could be a prevented. So like the health and well-being, this 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 world is in an absolute morbid obesity crisis. Everyone is unhealthy. You look that funnily if you if you're vibrant and healthy these days. You're like one of a kind. It's really bizarre. Yeah, well, and I mean, I, I once I started looking into these things like that. Well, when I was thirteen, I started getting books wow. out from the library. Wow, that early. On, um, on food and I was learning, I was teaching myself about where we got the vitamins, minerals and enzymes that our body needed and so I started looking at food yeah. and so I used to get out books from the library and I used to write down like, you know, vitamins, minerals and what they are and then I used to research where we'd get those and so I still have that book now. At 13. Yeah. That's so And cool. it's like written just with, you know, like I just, all your vitamins and your things like that and I wrote so many of those when I throughout my life but that's just where it started and then I just started to see this real theme where you know the the healthier you ate the the better you ate the healthier they claimed you to be yeah and I also um you know I started researching about pharmaceutical drugs because you know what I saw was as people got older they started to need drugs yep. to survive and you know so I started researching what those drugs were and once I you know started learning that they were actually a, a chemical or a synthetically man-made mm -hmm something I then realized that you know like in my eyes even at that young age I was like how can we physically be trying to use a poison or a synthetic chemical to heal our bodies and yeah. so I was absolutely confused and at that age I just thought you know there must be another way and even in all those years of me researching and looking, I never ever heard or saw or, or really met people that were like, oh, yeah, you can, you know, you can heal yourself naturally. It's really a thing because in this day and age, they don't want people to know the healing powers yeah. of our own body. Yeah. They don't want us to know the potential the health potential that we have access to when we look after ourselves yeah. and literally my whole life I had never once seen them advertise about eating healthy or looking after your immune system or protecting yourself emotionally or you know all of the things that we need to do to be well there's no education around yeah. that and you know on the flip side of that you will get information counteracting why that is good yeah. but you won't get why it is, you know. And so that's where it all started. I just was like, there's something going wrong in this world, you yeah. know. Like there's nobody, like for me it was common knowledge that we had to look after ourselves if we wanted to be well.
So I, but yet there was none of that happening. So how did you then take it from that? Did you then start, obviously you got all this research done when you were 13 and then started experimenting with food and what you could include like were you gluten dairy free and all that back then or did that something you grow into you know what well I started I I become the well I was a vegetarian when I was nine because mum and dad used to when we moved out to the farm well actually before that when we lived in town mum and dad would have our friends come and bring like a dead animal to the garage oh god no wonder you turn vegetarian so they would yeah they would my my uncles would bring a cow or a pig or a deer or something actual house yeah yeah, into the garage and I'd cut it up in the garage yes and so I would go in and watch what they were doing and wonder you know and I was like what are you doing and you know I was always really interested but at the same time disgusted and I didn't want to see it but I did want to see it yeah and that's the thing. It's like, that's what I'm like. I, I don't want to know the truth, but I also want to know, you know, yeah, I think yeah, like do. there's this, it's either you do, you're either generally interested in knowing the every side of the story or you're just happy to go with the flow. And I've just never, ever been happy to yeah. go with the flow. Yeah, I can feel that from you. So I um So vegetarian, what's that? At nine. Because I saw that, mum and I decided I didn't want to eat meat. meat. Yeah. And then when we moved out to the farm when I was nine, mum and dad would make us go, we'd go and get the baby cows or the people mm. or the sheep or the mm. whatever from the farm, bring it out to our land, and then we'd mum and dad would make us f- feed it, teach them how to feed. Mm. And then when they were old enough, we'd they'd kill them for meat. So that's why I didn't eat meat when I was a kid because I knew where it came from. Mm. I was essentially eating my pets. Yeah, you could see it. So that's when I stopped. And then when I was uh, moved out of home when I was 17 and that's when I went vegan because I kept researching and stuff. And, yeah, and I just also was learning a lot about the acid-alkaline balance of our body and I was learning that, you know, the high acid, you know, causes disease. So I was like, well, we want to eliminate foods that are high acid or cause acidity to the body because then we're therefore creating a disease within our body. So I, you know, um, eliminated meat and dairy. And the thing is, is with these these foods is they're actually industries. You know, they yeah. are created industries. So we need to, you know, like whether or not meat is good for our body because you know even though my opinion is that it's not mm. I'm not going to disregard somebody that totally mm. believes in it however at the end of the day it is highly acidic to the body and so therefore if we are unwell or we want to be well we cannot be eating that food yeah. so that's what I thought is I thought well why don't I try and live my life living well looking after myself doing all the things that I know or I'd learn myself mm. to be well and see how I go. Because there's just no, like, you know, you can't say to somebody else, hey, you know, don't do this for us, you know, because we don't know whether they're going to be committed, right? So I decided to commit my life to looking after myself, making myself a priority and my health a priority, and just to see how long I could go. So when I was like 18, I um I was just about to turn 18. Oh, well, I must have been 18 because I knew I wanted to go out that weekend. Yeah. And um, you know, out drinking and that, because that's what I did when you I was do 18. When you're 18. That's what we anyway, all do. I know. So anyway, I remember I had a bladder infection. So I was really aware of the um, you know, bladder infection. However, and I and the natural natural things. Um, so I got cranberry pills, I was drinking cranberry juice, heaps and heaps of water um 
and but it just didn't go away so it was I thought oh you know I'll just go to the doctor as you do yeah. you've got a symptom so your doctor will fix it so I went to the doctor and the doctor gave me this one pill and I took the pill and then it was gone and so I thought yeah and so usually that would be like oh great you know everything's all yeah. fixed and on your merry way but I actually stopped and I thought, you know, man, that's that's crazy because not only did I take the pill and 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 realize what had just happened, I also looked into the pill, the side effects, what it actually was, you know, what it was made from. And that me taking that pill was 10 times worse in my eyes oh, than me, sense. yeah, than me actually you know, having that bladder infection. So, you know, and, and just the, the whole point of the process is that I took a, a pharmaceutical toxic drug so that would mask the fact that my bladder and my kidneys were telling me that they were unwell so that I could literally go out and drink alcohol, yeah. which my kidneys and liver then needed to detoxify, which was going to put more burden on the problem. And, you know, yeah, like it's just... It does just mask it. And that's my full belief too, that... Yeah, I mean, there is a time and a place for pharmaceuticals, if I, I believe, if you desperately life need it. Death, life or death, Absolutely. But, but generally, it's masking a deeper problem and it's just putting a layer on top of something. Like, it's like a Band-Aid, but you don't actually know what's going on underneath. Like, you want it, you need to dig from, that's my opinion, and mm. everyone's obviously got the different opinions, but there's more going on underneath. And it's your body telling you that mm. something's going on. And by masking it, you're just covering it. And mm. there's often, as you said, side effects and things from those those pills and pharmaceuticals yeah and so how's your health been since you've been eating well I mean, like it's this fine, it's you know. fine it's perfect well and yeah I mean I've never had anything wrong I don't it's amazing I, isn't it yeah and this is it like you know how would you know if unless you try because it's like you know so many people are like oh it's just a Panadol or just a Nurofen yeah. or it's just but the trouble is is that just taking that one toxic pharmaceutical drug mm. actually destroys the microbiome in our gut mm. which weakens our immune system which in turn will make whatever we're trying to mask or hide in the first place worse yeah and so cycle, isn't it? Really? yeah and then not to mention that you know when you take pharmaceutical drugs and things like that it can weaken your microbiome in the gut which is what we want to be you know which is something I learned we want to focus yeah, on because you know one, isn't it? Yeah, like, you know, the food that we have has been 90% of the time has been sprayed with pesticides, mm. fungicides, herbicides, all sorts of different toxins that are still present. Then the water has got um, fluoride and um, chlorine and, you know, heavy metals and all sorts of things. And then people were taking the pharmaceutical drugs so there's actually no escaping toxicity. And that's 90% of the reason why people are sick yeah. is because they are just toxicity is just building up, building up, building up, building up in the system and the body is screaming at them saying, you need to do something about it. But instead of them actually saying, oh, look, I'll, I'll hold, pull back on all the things that are causing this mess, and you know, start to look after yeah. myself. They just take a drug, or they, you know, blame it on something, or it's hereditary, or it's genetic, or it's something else. When it's actually self-created yeah. by the person, yeah. and you know, people don't know that. And I think if people actually understood the basics of the body, they would feel a lot more committed mm. to eating and looking after themselves. So, like, it's not hard for me to to eat healthy. Like, yeah, I enjoy it. Like, I've only ever done that my whole life, but it's like. If I I got to that point, like I've eaten processed food, I yeah. drank alcohol, I did it all when I was a kid. However, mum and dad did grow their own food and yes. we did eat 
food out of the garden our whole life. Yeah. We had, you know, mum and dad. Dad was the only one that worked. There was four kids, so we grew all of our own food. We pretty much didn't get any food from the supermarket wow. when we were kids. You would have, like, wheat bix or pasta or oats, you know, just those sorts of basics. really basic things. Um, but, yeah, mum and dad made their own biscuits, their own, you know, cakes. So those sorts of things as well. There was no fillers. There was no synthetic ingredients. There was no, you know, it was all just food that our bodies recognised. Mm. Um, so it's good that you grew up with it. So it's because, and it does, it's what you grew up with as a child. Like I grew up, my parents were very much healthy eating, unprocessed. Mum was feeding me buckwheat pancakes when I was like, you know, yeah. nine and 10. She, like, she was into essential oils and all that. And that's just what you grow up with that taste. I don't actually like, obviously, you know, the chippies or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But generally, I would prefer if I had a choice, I would eat the healthy option rather than the processed, shitty food. It doesn't make me feel good. Your energy levels drop. You just, it tastes crap too. Like, mm. I'm literally addicted to healthy, good food. And that's why I love Dana's food because it's all unprocessed and it tastes amazing. Like, it's just beautiful food and you can feel the love in it. Like, I'd love to hear about your business. And like, when you eat Dana's food, it just, there's something different about it. Obviously, it's all pretty much organic and um, mm. no, no processed and not sprayed and all that but there's something else that goes on with that food <laughs> I think that's the love so what goes on in the business I've heard the stories I don't know is this a rumor or not that you have cacao circles before you cook and you oh yeah actually like we that. have yeah I mean ever since we started the business we've had cacao every morning before we oh, start you know like so we always start the day like that and gratitude and mm. but we yeah, I mean, it was just like as I was learning things throughout my life, I just realized that, you know, we how important it was to eat this way. Yeah. And so I become like, you know, one, I feel like once you learn about, you know, yeah. the importance of your vitamins and minerals and enzymes and antioxidants and the, and the role that they have in the body. I feel that the more that you learn about that, the more you just crave that sort of food because mm -hmm. you know that it's good for you. You know that it's nourishing your cells and it's feeding your body and you know that it's actually it's giving you the energy that you need to withstand your days. Dana's got some energy. I'll tell you what, this woman, I do not know how she does what she does. You just like bounces around everywhere. She goes from pillar to post. She's always smiling. She's always like got a big grin on her face I'm like how are you doing this it's amazing because you started off by yourself obviously I think did you how did you get into the business was it you did yeah, chefing yeah. or personal chefing or something yeah well I, yeah that's right I was working as a personal chef for so I've always loved cooking like yeah. I taught myself to cook when I was like 15 16 17 and then yeah, I actually had a raw organic vegan caravan cafe oh, seven you? years ago. Yeah, where but that was just, it was all raw. Yeah. So it's just a little bit too early for that kind of food. Yeah. Um, and then it was also very, very time intensive. You know, yeah. it would take 15 to 20 hours to make each meal, you know, because you'd, we'd have to dehydrate so many sections and very part, various parts. And You'd have to love it. So it was very forlorn. But yeah, it was just about I started working as a personal chef because I always loved cooking and I thought how could I just incorporate it in a bit more while I was working as a personal trainer as well. And then, um, yeah, I was working for families um, that had health conditions. So we're yeah. using the food to heal their bodies. So whatever, the, instead of, you know, like a lot of them didn't eat very well prior to me being there. So um, 
what I would do is I would just make them anything that they wanted, but I would make it super healthy. Yeah. So say they'd normally want their meat lovers pizza or something like that is, you know, I'd get a gluten-free base and I'd, you know, some some family, I never ever use meat um, at all because I just don't want to touch yeah. it, yeah. deal with it. But sometimes I would use um, a little bit of organic cheese or something like yeah. that and depending Um but yeah, so I used, I did that and I was doing it for three families, like one family, two families twice a week and one once a week. So that sort of took up all my time wow. and that was all I could do. So that's when I decided to open the kitchen or lease a kitchen mm-hmm. and have a menu so that I could sort of open it up to more people. Wow. So um, yeah, and then that's, you know, everything I've learned throughout my life is how, is what I put in, you know. So you've got staff now, obviously. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's usually between six and eight of us that wow. cook a day Yeah, when we're cooking. So it's a really – we make every single thing from scratch you can that tell. day. We it's don't... from scratch, and it comes, like, in glass containers, and it's actual unprocessed food. It's not this pretend – like, one of my pet hates is, oh, those stupid – you go in and they're like, oh, it's like, making out if it's healthy, and it's shit. Like it's full of crap. You pick up the back. Of, I started reading reading the back of packets, and you just think that is not healthy. Don't don't try and pretend it's healthy. I know. But Dana's is actually fully made. It's like homemade meals. It is homemade. It's just in an industrial kitchen because of obviously yeah. the rules and things. But the love that goes into it, the care, the energy, you can feel it. And um, yeah, all glass containers which we recycle and um, bring back. And I said into my last podcast actually, the neighbor said to me. Um, Oh, I, I hope you don't mind I borrow your wheelie bin. And I said, oh, that's fine. He goes, how do you only have one bag of rubbish a week? I was like, because you just, I don't waste stuff. Yeah. I don't waste. I recycle a lot. And obviously a lot of Dana's food comes in the glass. Yeah. And everything's eaten. So there's no waste. And yeah, he couldn't believe it. And I just thought, wow, like you forget, this is just normal to me. I know. I don't like to waste anything. I check all the packets if it's recycling. I recycle if not, I take it back to the store that's my new thing and um exactly yeah just sustainability for the planet and why why waste when you don't have to but yeah just so much love goes into it and so how many um are you catering for businesses or private clients like how does your business work yes we do um it's for anybody really yeah Yeah. so I mean mainly for businesses it's more catering event catering and things like that um but then we just have them a menu that runs week to week and people can order off there anytime and um yeah so reasonably priced too so I order enough to like get me through like it's not every single meal for the whole week yes but it's enough that you know, when I'm hungry, I didn't order last week because we ordered food for the retreat and I was always a little bit leftover, but I missed it. There wasn't as much leftover as I thought. And so I was like, I'd be hungry and usually, and I like to eat healthy, but time is my issue. Yes. I don't have that much of it. And so when I'm hungry, I need to eat and I need to get back to work. But to cook or prepare this healthy food, it takes time. Absolutely. Salads. Especially with cook. the amount of ingredients that. Yeah, the amount of ingredients good. in these foods is like, that's what I mean, the reasonable price. I like, when I look at what's in Dana's food, like the price of even the ingredients alone and the time that would take to put like each each um, meal has got like, like 15, 20 ingredients in it. Like, yeah, well, some of them do. That's right. One day I actually counted the ingredients we had in the, the cold room before we started and we had 76 different, different fruits and vegetables. Yeah. 
and that's like that's like in one for one week you know and some people wouldn't even experience 20 of a week or a month or a year you know yeah, because I also order spray-free vegetables through oh, you um, yeah, yeah, right. spray-free pharmacy and they deliver here as well. And that's all um, basically fruit and veggies. It's quite turned into quite the little grocery store now. They've yeah. also got everything like coconut yogurt and everything. And so I order a lot through there and they're like, they're not certified organic because obviously when you have to jump through the hoops, it costs a lot of money. So they've made it spray-free basically. It's local farms that don't use chemicals and it's delivered to my door and yeah, I love that. But I barely have to buy any these days because I buy Dana's food and it's just got so many literally like rainbow. Every meal that you have from her is like a rainbow of colours. It's it's amazing and it tastes really good. So I keep raving about it. And lots of people yeah. are starting to um, get food. But even if you get a couple of things to get started, just to, to fill those spots in your menu that you don't have time to do, like I always get like a smoothie or some nice like little healthy um, biscuits or something for the kids of an afternoon because they're all, I know that, I don't even think about it. I know they're gluten-free. I know they're dairy-free. I know there's no processed sugar in them. And, um, yeah, she just, and Dana even goes above and beyond, like went through this stage where I couldn't eat bloody garlic. Or, oh, uh, probably Anyway, and she's like, yeah, that's not a problem. You're like, nothing's a problem for Dana. It's just amazing. So if you want to look at her menu, just jump on um, the website. So it's www.pachiyama.com. You'll find it. Just type Pachiyama into the Google search and it'll yeah. come up. And you can have a look at her menu and what she has to offer there. And obviously she caters, so she caters for our retreats. Um, every time we run a retreat, she comes in and do, does all the catering because everyone's covered then. There's nobody that's usually, if they have one of those, gluten, dairy, vegan, one of them, they're yeah. covered. You know, if you think about like health and stuff like that, you know, 90% of the time if you're ever given a health, can, like if you've ever got a health problem and you don't you go to someone other than the doctor 90 percent of the time they get you to stop eating gluten and dairy and processed ingredients and numbers and colors and all those things because those are the foods well not they're not even food but those are the chemicals that actually wreak the most havoc on our body so the way i think about it is if we're literally every day we're, we're putting food into our body that's wreaking havoc it's no wonder as to you know the outcome of our body so um that's why you know we we make a conscious choice to be able to provide everything that you would be used to eating or that you love or whatever, yeah. but it's made in a way that is um, really good for you. Really good for you. Like the jackfruit nachos. We had yeah. these nachos on the weekend with, at the retreat and it was the jack, is it jackfruit? Yeah, yeah it jackfruit. tastes like meat. Like it's, um, well, it doesn't taste like meat, no, but it's the got texture. the texture of meat and then this cheese sauce, which I used as like a dip for a couple of days afterwards. Oh, and great. Just, yeah. It's like, well, they just said, like the cheese sauce wasn't cheese sauce. It was full of, I think, well, the cheese. And- the cheese sauce was actually made out of um, orange sweet potato, pumpkin, leek, celery, shiitake mushrooms, onion, garlic, potato, carrots. Wow. Um, and cashews wow. with coconut milk and salt, pepper, and vegetable stock. And then we just boil that or we'll simmer that down until everything's soft and then just blend it. Wow. And it tastes amazing. And, like, that's what we drizzled over the nacho. And the nachos were, like, potatoes and you crisp up and you dip into the little thing and, and guacamole and the colours, like, amazing. So, yeah, so it does catering and private 
basic um, chefing, I suppose you'd say. It's like having a private chef without them being at your house. Mm. And the menu changes every month, so you can go in and, and check. And if you're around, I'm in Forest Lake, so if anyone decides they want to try it out, um, I'm a little delivery spot now for um, Dana comes down on a Friday and delivers to my place at Forest Lake. Um, and, yeah, you can get in and try the menus, try them out. It's amazing. Um, so just before we wrap up, but I wanted to know, you did tell me, so how long since you've taken a pharmaceutical medication? 18 years. 18 years, people. <laughs> 18 years. Yeah, so, yeah, that's when, well, it was actually after that time I had the bladder infection, I yeah. took the single pill, but I made the choice to see how long I could go without yeah. taking a pharmaceutical drug. So because I was aware of the body requiring health to be well, yeah that every day I just choose things that are, you know, proactive to well-being. And so far, so good. It's amazing. Like, that is literally unheard of. That's amazing. But well, that's yeah. proving what she's saying. Like, she lives and breathes this. She's not preaching to people saying eat healthy. Um, she literally is a living um, example of what you can do when you eat for your body it's like yeah, food I mean, is medicine yeah i mean i even have friends now that like you know we're well, I'm, I'm 36 like i know of people my age that have health conditions that have diseases mm. that have had surgery that all of these things in my eyes are preventable yeah so it's like oh, i wanted to see if it's possible because i'd always heard that you know the older you get you just get sick and yeah. you know you just have to take these drugs or people were like i i've got to have this for the rest of my life and even when i was young i was like that just doesn't feel right there must be another way yeah. so you always that's why. feel like this is your purpose in life. Do you feel like yeah, obviously oh, you're sure. living and breathing you in complete alignment? Yeah. It's like you were put on the earth to, to educate people and to show people there's another way. Yeah. It's just like I'm very passionate about it. You're like, like Dana just blows my mind with her passion. And like I'm passionate, but she's like 100 times on me passionate. Like I love <laughs> it watching her. And um, it's funny. I was just literally, it's, this is completely off topic, but I was at Forest Lake shops and they had this old book shelf where everyone can just put their books in oh yes it's like yes. A, lot of, a free library thing and I, the kids were there looking for a book and I never look in there but there's like hundreds of books and I believe in yes that things come through and I just reached out and there was this one book I'm like I need that book I don't know we even know what the title was I didn't know what it was and it was a book by Sarah Wilson oh. and she's that I oh, quit sugar lady yes. I didn't know but it's all about sustainability oh. uh, and the disconnectedness of this earth and what's going on and how we're just, everyone's so lonely because they're not living in alignment. And I was like, oh, my God, like this book was meant for me. But you're like a prime example of that. Like you're connected, you live in alignment, you're healthy, you're vibrant, and that's what the world needs more of. Mm. And that's your, your, your purpose in life is to spread that energy around the world. Yeah, yeah, and through, also through experience, I believe, you know, yeah. rather than just saying, you know, yes. because like it's more so about a feel, you know, like we all know healthy food's good. We all yeah. know healthy food can taste good and all the things, but it's like, you know, it's like unless you sort of really embrace that, yeah. it's like you don't truly know. And so I think that's, yeah, I think that's the biggest part is actually for everybody to 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 be able to embrace their own health and to yeah. understand it for themselves because we all know but we're not actually taking that action to get the result yeah and so um, we all but the thing is we all don't know some people i'm absolutely gobsmacked with some people they don't know i know i know they, but do they know i don't know well, and yeah it's not I, what they brought up with a lot of people brought up 
thinking this food is healthy. Like I've seen people eat food, like they're telling me it's healthy and I'm cringing thinking, you've got no idea that's not healthy, but it's just what they've been brought up with. True. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, like, that's exactly right. I think you've got to help people wake up. We do have to tell people. But then, you know, like if, if, if we say just to somebody, like if somebody's saying that then they don't feel well or they don't, yeah. you know, they will automatically say, oh, I know I need to eat better. I know yes. I need to drink yes, more water. Oh, knows. I know I need to exercise more, but I just haven't got the time. Yeah. You know, there's it's always some. So, yeah. So it's like I think deep down we do know, maybe not the, the full depth, you know, but in our the scheme of things, yeah. we know we should be doing a bit better. Yeah. But it's like we don't actually take or we don't actually think about that until it's yeah past the time we need to. And I guess that's the difference with me as I realised that this could be potentially what's playing out in the world when I was young. Mm. So that's why I decided that I wanted to see if it was possible to live without a pharmaceutical drug. I wanted to see if it was possible to live without having to have surgery or to having to have something done to me because you know and so far like I've seen a lot of my friends where I would you know they consider themselves healthy too but yet they've got cancer and they've yeah. had to have a you know operation and you know like yeah uh, to me that doesn't feel normal you know squeaky chair but I gave her the squeaky chair sorry everybody <laughs> I get myself the comfortable that was a high nice stem I give her the dodgy squeaky one um Oh, God, I'll stop track. I had one other question for you. Now, do you drink alcohol just out of interest? No. Not at all? No. Not at all. No, wow. I haven't for um, probably about 16 months now. Yeah, good on you. But I couldn't, like, prior to that, I couldn't even drink alcohol either. Like, if I drink it, I automatically get a headache. Yeah, because it gets and so And then clean. I spew, spew all wow. the time. Wow. Yeah. So your body's just saying no way. So, yeah, it just, like, gets it out. Oh, you haven't needed pen at all because you haven't had any hangovers. No. But I mean, even when I did choose to drink, I would have the worst hangovers yeah, to the like, point. But I would never give it exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. I knew what had gone wrong mm. or and I knew why I was sick. And I knew there's nothing you can do apart from get the toxicity Take out of the water and get the toxins out. So yeah, mm. I would just have fruit juice and you know, freshly squeezed juices at home. Her juices and, just aren't juices. They're like been up 20 ingredients in her juices. It's so <laughs> and cool. um yeah, and water and just lots of sunshine and rest. Yeah. And um, now this, I'm just putting you on the spot here. Do you have a favourite meal out of everything that you have that you cook and you make? Is there one particular thing that stands out that you're like, yeah, that's my favourite? No. No, like no. children, you can't choose. No, I'm, I'm, no, I've never been like that either. It's more so because I only like eating when I like eating when I feel At in that the time. moment. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I do like certain things. Um. Oh, term, I like the dill cashew dip. That's one of my favourites. Haven't oh, yes, for a while. There's this yeah. amazing dip that's oh, it's just I use it as a dressing and I use it oh, as a dip. Everything, it's yeah. sort of those go-to things. And that's made on cashews, I guess. Yeah, that's cashew, cashew nuts. Cashew nuts yep. and some and fresh dill. Yeah. Um, the smoothies are amazing. Yeah, I mean, I always have juices. I pretty much have juice every day. Yeah. And I have smoothie. She's got great skin too. And do I? Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, just fresh food. Yeah, yeah, just all fresh, basically. And do you have a blog, or have you done blogs before, like no. an information blog? Oh, no. She doesn't have time. No. This woman's busy, man. Like I, I want to make time for that thing, sort of thing, because at the moment it's just all in my head, and it's just all yeah. you know what I share with people when I see them. But I would like to have a space where I can sort of share or put write things and put stuff down. But yeah, just sitting down 
Do you have a Facebook not. page? Or is it not that active? No. no I uh, uh, yeah. I Instagram our Patchy Yama oh, yes. Pachiyama GC on um, Instagram is where we share the most stuff. The pictures are yeah. amazing. If you want a bit of food porn, go to that that Instagram site. Yeah, Pachiyama GC, GC being Gold Coast. Yeah. Um, yeah, amazing stuff. Amazing. Anything else you want to talk about with the food? Because I've got three deep questions for you before we finish up. Yeah, okay. Yes, um, I haven't told her what they are yet. No, I don't want to, but I think it's always good to leave the people with some advice, something easy yeah, that they can take take away. And the and the you know the best place to start for anybody that wants to make a change is to just add more fresh food mm. to your diet, whether it be a piece of fruit, whether it be a salad with your meals, whether you you know fruit juice, fruit smoothie, those sort of things made out of whole ingredients. Um, fruit is one of the most cleansing foods that mm. we can access. Um, it doesn't have you know the sugar in it is actually safe for the body and it's nothing like we've been told um, but it also is the most cleansing and detoxifying mm. food in the world so just by eating more fruit in your day you're actually naturally supporting your cells to detoxify and your body to heal so yeah. it's just you know just using food naturally we have to eat um, but eating the right stuff literally just as mindful. a matter of mindful yeah. and aware like even like I'm not, I, don't, I don't eat perfect I wish I could say I was like Dana I'm not but I do I always off if I have option always choose the healthier option yes but even like if I had fish and chips love the old fish and chips every now and again always like to put a salad with it. yes it, it well, cuts the fat like exactly. I get a fish and chip and I feel shit like it feels disgusting yeah at the time it's not even that good it's the thought of it I think but when I add the salad to it yeah I feel like it's so much nicer it freshens it it's lighter I don't feel dragged down by it yeah, exactly. And that's why I love getting the meals delivered because it's always big salads that even mm. if I did a piece of salmon, because I'm not full vegan, but I have a piece yes. of salmon, I put your salads in with it. And I know that I'm getting a whack of really good, healthy, nutritious bits with Food. whatever Absolutely. I choose to eat. And the kids, mm, they some I can get into some. Macy, my youngest, is much more uh easy going when it comes to food yeah and I could sneak a few of your meals into her and yeah. Mila every now and again but Mila's pretty onto it you know kids they know when there's I know when stuff it's different it. I know it's yeah, got pumpkin in it no it isn't shut it up eat it yeah I have found this amazing um soup that's and again it's I'm not veg I'm not vegan but yeah, yeah. A, I'd get like organic grass-fed chicken look at me trying to justify um <laughs> I'm cutting back like yeah, funny. yeah. Your body I don't think your body needs it and I'm slowly cutting back I can't eat any Anyway, won't go there. But I make this chicken soup and it's made out of brown rice oh, and wow. almonds and it's a quirky Joe, Joe Witten. Oh, She's yeah, a thermomix lady. Yeah, yeah. And it's so easy. You pack all the vegetables you've got in the fridge yes. into it and then it's the base of it is brown rice and almonds and it's like creamy and it's like beautiful and homemade veggie stock that I do. Absolutely. And the kids yeah. actually love it. That's so good. that's my yeah. go-to. I just make a big batch and I keep that in the fridge and if I've got nothing to eat, they have that. Mm. And, I, and I just literally throw whatever's in the fridge. And it's a great way to get rid of your old veggies and stuff as well. I do the, so nothing gets wasted. Yeah, the shopping. So Tuesday nights mm. my online shopping. I do Dana's order and then I do the spray-free order and a couple of odd things I need from Woolies, which isn't much, but I get that delivered and all comes on the one day. So it's oh, great. Okay, you go. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> so, and before that, I'll clean the fridge out and make that big soup. But yeah. every now and again, Mila's like, this has got pumpkin in it or whatever. I'm like, no, it doesn't. That's carrot. And I managed to convince her. And then uh, <laughs> I bribe my children with dessert, which is usually a, like Koyo caramel ice cream with the Koyo ice cream. Uh, yeah, they yeah, think they're yeah. getting something. I mean, it's not the best because it's probably. Well, is it got, got unprocessed? Has it got processed sugar in it? I'd say. 
Uh, yeah, I'm not sure I haven't have actually look looked at, at that. We'll but, I mean, look. it's probably better than most things. Yeah, you know? oh, and yeah. it's also compared much to what you could than... give your kids. Like, yeah. I always, they think they're getting this real treat. I just giggle to myself. Or sometimes it's a piece of fruit and they're really so excited. I'm like, but it's what you brought up. That's what they brought up with. And they just think that's exactly. Fine. And that's the other thing is, is it's like, you know, mate, rather than saying you can't have ice cream, you can't yeah. have this, you can't have that, it's like maybe just start with like swapping one thing yes. to a healthier version. Yeah. So if you love ice cream, find a healthier version of ice cream, you know, because yeah. eventually that healthier version will just naturally, you'll lessen the amount that you have. Well, or you just get used to the taste. Like I used to drink milk and then my second daughter was lactose intolerant, she was breastfeeding. Mm. So I went on to Arnold, which I thought at the time was the most disgusting thing I've ever had, but I really liked my coffees and I was like, no, I'll have to have it. I cannot stand milk. Oh, wow, exactly. made it me a normal milk the other day by mistake. I sipped my coffee and spat it on the ground like it literally made me balk yeah and that's it it doesn't yeah and then that's another incredible thing about our bodies is like a lot of the time because we we craving certain things is because we're actually addicted to them so we just need to break that cycle so the easiest way is to swap something into that spot yes so rather than eliminate say just you can't have it you just swap it because that's easier transition and then eventually you don't even want it anymore because you lost that addiction you do you lose mm. it like the um i'm even having black coffee now i don't even don't even really need the almond milk or the coconut milk i'm quite yeah. happy the black de- that's decaf now because like my my body doesn't tolerate caffeine yes and i had a i think it was decaf i ordered decaf yesterday but i was high as a kite for most of the morning and i thought oh really either my they might have forgotten they've either forgotten or yes. i was intolerant or i'm so intolerant that I can, I can even get an effect off the decaf these days because it's oh wow it's still got a slight bit of caffeine it's just crazy yeah but, yeah, so such interesting topics. I'm sitting here. Dana's brought her um, morning tea. She was munching on little cherry tomatoes and mulberries from your friend's garden, was yeah. it? Yes, and she's just delivered my food, so I love Fridays because I like to go out and choose what I want out of my fridge. Um, what was I going to say? So the three deep questions for you that I'll throw to everyone at the end yes. is um, what, in your opinion, is the soul? I think it'll food. Obviously. Oh, my food is the soul, isn't it? Could be. Yes, yes. what is the soul? Hmm. I believe that the soul is like your innate being that's always with you and that is you and that some people are more or less connected to mm-hmm. and that we all have a soul. We all can connect to our soul. I believe it's our soul's purpose as to why we came here. Um, but I also feel that in this day and age with the way the world's set up, that it's it's also it's designed to disconnect us from our soul, disconnect us from yeah. why we're here um, and who we are so that we get confused and like, yeah, when we're, when we're living in that state, it's, it's, you know, we don't make very good condition, yes. uh, choices and what have you. So ideally if we were all connected to our soul and we were all very aware of why we're here, I think the world would be a very different place. Oh, goosebumps, 100%. Yeah, in that book I was reading last night, that actually she, she was travelling, she's travelling to write the book, and she sees a lady sitting at this sort of deserted coffee shop, just no phone, no music, no book, nothing, just for 45 minutes, and she was absolutely gobsmacked. And she took, she asked her, she said, could I take a photo because you don't see this very often. And it's just connecting back in with yourself. And there was an experiment done, I'll link hello when I read this, where you could sit, they had people, men and women, sit with your own thoughts. So as no devices, no phones, no nothing. nothing, just your own thoughts. But I think it wasn't a very long time, say 
40 minutes or get electric shot. Painful. And like a high percentage of people chose an electric shock rather than sit with their own thoughts. Oh my! I was blown God. away. Blown away. But that's the truth. That's the truth yes, of the reality can't. of the world. Is is that we people really are scared of themselves? Mm. Because, but then, well, for one, there's nothing to be scared of. But for two, that's how they've created us. That's right. It's like we're little zombies. I know, and they've just like. like to detach us more and more from, from ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, it's it's no wonder people can't, you know, are confused about things in in that because they are so disconnected from themselves that they don't have that internal dialogue. They've got nothing Mm. to reconnect back to because they're detached from it, really. Mm. So our soul's there to be connected back in with and that's when we live in alignment. And that's what we are all teaching. You're teaching it with your food. Mm. I'm teaching it with what I do. Diane's doing it her way. And all the people I'm surrounding myself are doing it, but they're doing it in their own little way. Because sometimes people get caught up in, oh, I'm not as passionate as Dana about the food. But then Dana's probably not as passionate about the stuff that I do. So we've all play a part. Exactly. I feel like you bring people into your existence that fit the puzzle and there's not one way for anything so that's why it's quite important to find your own way but I guess at the end of the day we do need to be supporting people to Mm. come home to themselves and to realize the importance of you know themselves themselves yeah and connecting back in because otherwise the world is a very very lonely place Mm. if you don't know who you are and you don't you can't even sit in silence for a few minutes like that's crazy I mean that's technology but Yeah. yeah this world the whole yeah i can't wait to get reading this book um the second question is what happens when you die what happens after you die yeah so i used to actually be really scared of death like i was saying when i was nine that's why i literally did not want anybody around me to die i never wanted to die and i also like was scared of cemeteries like Mm. when we were driving and we were in the car like this was when I was super young dad would have to tell me if he saw a cemetery coming up because I literally thought that if the people in the cemetery saw me still alive that they would haunt me for being alive Wow! because they didn't want to be dead it was so weird and so like I couldn't see the cemetery I had to block my ears because I just like I felt bad for still being alive. Wow, that is amazing at nine. Yeah, well, before then, way before then. And so, like, but then I realised, yeah, and then so a lot of my life I didn't like death. I didn't want anyone close to me to die. And so the original reason why I started doing all this was so that I could learn how we could live forever. But then I realised that we don't actually live forever. We only live, we're only here for a short time so that we may as well make it the best time. Mm. And that, you know, not make any of our time when we're here um, suffering and, Mm. you know, unnecessarily. So for now I, you know, I'm not worried about death at all. I'm, I think it's, you know, it's just the ebb and flow of life, you know. Um, I don't know what happens an hour after we die, but, you know, I'm also not scared to go and I'm also not scared of other people going because I still feel that, you know, we can be connected regardless yeah. of where we are. And so, like, even though I am very attached to the physical form, like I love to see the person, touch the person, talk to the person, but then I also realize that, that if they die, that they still have, they're still here. Mm. It's just not that physical that I'm attached to. So, mm. um, but yeah, I'm fine with death now. Like it's just so it's a part okay of it. Now. So you're okay with yeah. cemeteries now? Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever see or feel dead people? Mm. 
know. But like I when I was a kid, I never went to my parent my grandparents' funerals. I refused to go yeah. to funerals. I just like because I just knew that when I would be there, I would be too sad about the fact that they're gone. Mm. So I didn't want to put myself in the funeral to be sad, even though I was still really sad at yeah. home. But I just didn't want that next. It was like the next level of grieving that I didn't want to be a yeah. part of. So it's like I didn't go to be a part of it. But no, I think I mean I have not been scared anymore. No, not at all. Wow. And the last question is, what do you know for sure? Ooh, deep ones. What do you know for sure? Well, hmm, that's a good question. Well, one thing for sure is is that we're not going to get out of here alive. That is very so, true. Um, I'm not thinking about that anymore. But, um you know that life is short you know yeah. we don't have a lot of time we really really don't like we don't know what's around the corner we don't know what could happen and the last thing you know we ever want is to live in regret so it's like yeah. why not live every day of our life as though it's our last and enjoy every moment and do all the things that we need to so that we don't ever live in regret yeah. and that we always you know do enjoy this life and did enjoy this life and can look back on it not regretting anything. Just make the most of it while you can, hey, just yeah. do it. And the other thing she knows for sure, food is medicine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. But Were you? I thought that's just kind Too of cliche. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> She's gone but, deep for us. That's good. I love yeah. it. I love the deep questions at the end. They're my favourite. So, yeah. well, thank you so much for chatting. Uh, if anyone wants to follow Dana, as we said before, go on to Instagram, Patcha Yama, not Mama, why? Patcha Yama, Gold GC. And also her website is pretty much as Google Patcha Yama. It'll come up, yeah. on, um, which is where you can see where all her food is. And if you want to test any of the meals out just let me or and you're in brisbane touch base with me and i can hook you up with the food woman herself <laughs> so thank you Excellent. so much thank you so much and um yeah i'll see you soon keep delivering my food <laughs> <laughs> if you have enjoyed this podcast then i would like to personally invite you to my next workshop the six steps to soul success in this four-hour workshop i dig deep into self-love finding your true passion and your purpose and teach you how every single one of you is destined for great things. You just need to trust the universe. These workshops are run online and face-to-face. -face, so head on over to my website, www.thosetwosisters.com and register for your free ticket now.